A woman never quite feels desired and appreciated enough. She wants attention, but a man is too often distracted and unresponsive. The rake is a great female fantasy figure. When he desires a woman, brief though that moment may be, he will go to the ends of the earth for her. He may be disloyal, dishonest, and amoral, but that only adds to his appeal. Unlike the normal, cautious male, the rake is delightfully unrestrained, a slave to his love of women. There is the added lure of his reputation. So many women have succumbed to him, there has to be a reason. Words are a woman's weakness, and the rake is a master of seductive language. Stir a woman's repressed longings by adapting the rake's mix of danger and pleasure. Welcome back to Femininity After Dark. I am your host, Keandria Belrus, and tonight we are going to talk about the infamous seducer type called the rake. Now, This episode is really important to me because I feel that not enough women or not enough people are aware of this seducer type. We've all met a rake in our lifetimes and most of us, I would even dare say all of us, have been a victim of the rake's seductive tactics in our lifetime. And so this episode is really important because I want us to be aware of the rake. Now, I don't want us to be fearful of the rake, and I really don't even want us to avoid the rake because we can have some fun with them, and we'll learn more about that later in the episode. We'll also learn how we can protect ourselves and flip the script on the rake so that we can overpower them and beat them at their own game. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, and I suspect it does, then keep on listening. So who is the rake? The rake is that player They're the guy who gets all the girls and there's something about him that just draws women in. He is a slave to his love for women. He has an insatiable desire and appetite for women and sex. And... Something that I was really realizing as I was <laughs> as I was reading this chapter is like I've met a lot of rakes in my life and I feel like once we go deeper and we talk about what the rake looks like, what the rake sounds like and acts like, you will be able to identify at least a few rakes that you have met in your life. 
And I want you to draw on those experiences. I want you to learn from those experiences. I know that this type of topic can be triggering for a lot of us, but I encourage you to look at it from a different perspective. It's nothing to be ashamed of if you have become a victim to a rake at some point in your lifetime because we've all been there. It's nothing to be ashamed of. We've all acted a little crazy or lost our minds over a man who just had some type of inexplainable hold on us or unexplainable hold on us. And that's okay because now we're about to learn how we can flip the script and embody and embrace our seductive quality so that we will not be victims so that we will win this game of love and seduction now there are two type of rakes that robert green talks about he talks about the ardent rake and the demonic rake the ardent rake is a little bit more calculated a little bit more complex so we're going to talk more about the ardent rake but Let's talk about the demonic rake first. So let's get straight into that. The demonic rake. The demonic rake is the man who will tell you exactly what you want to hear. It's very important to know and to note that the rake is very calculated. They have watched you, they have observed you, and they know what makes you tick. They, they have some idea about what your desires are, who you are, what your interests are, so that they can come up with a plan and figure out what to say to you to grab your attention. Make no mistake, they know that there are a million men out there who are striving to get your attention. They know that men are trying to talk to you on a daily basis. So their mind is going to a place where they say to themselves, how can I set myself apart? And they embrace this challenge. They see you as a challenge they are extremely predatory. That's just what it is. Um, there's no way of me sugarcoating it or getting around that. They are predatory. They do look at you as prey. They see you as a challenge for them. And essentially, another trophy that they want to add to their collection. And the reason I'm saying that and being so blunt about it is because we need to throw this idea that this rake is going to change for me. I know what he did to all those other women, but I'm different. There's no way he would do that to me. He tells me how special I am. He tells them all how special they are. And he may even like you. He may even love you but he has love for several others, I can guarantee, and he's gonna have a different reason for why he loves each of them. Because they each add something different to his life. They each stroke a different part of his ego. 
And so throw out any ideas of love and, oh, I can change him. He's going to change for me. That can happen. But in order for that to happen, you would have to really master the art of seduction and be really committed to it. It can happen. I'm not saying it can't. But in the beginning, throw that idea out of your head. Because as soon as you get the idea that he's going to change for you and he's gonna treat you differently because you're special you're setting yourself up for failure because you're going to put too many emotions into him and he's going to know exactly how to play upon those emotions to get what he wants out of you and for most women it doesn't take more than a kind word okay and we'll talk more about that in a little bit when i tell you how you can protect yourself from a rake and believe me when I say I speak from personal experience, so there is no judgment here. <laughs> and if anybody is listening who knows me and knows my personal life and my embarrassing dating history, they know I'm telling the truth. Okay, so what is the rake like? What kinds of things might he do? He may write poetry, he may sing to you, he may uh, play an instrument for you. Those, those kind of romantic things that kind of hypnotize you and draw you in as a woman. That stuff that we see in the movies and we're like, oh my God, that's so romantic. I want a man who does stuff like that. Trust me, they know that that's what most women want. And so they become that and they use those things to their advantage to get you to swoon over them. Uh, but it's all a part of their strategy. It's all a part of their game. Never mistake that. Robert Greene talks about writing poetry and things like that. But most men these days might share a meme with you and like, oh, this made me think of you. They might uh, share movie or song quotes or send you songs that remind them of you. And usually these song quotes will have some type of sexual undertones to them, but disguised as like love songs. And because they're so different and oh my God, they're sending me quotes. They must sit, feel, feel so great about me. That's, that's the feeling that they want to create in you. Um, but in reality, it's all a part of their plan. It's all a part of the game because they know most men aren't very skilled in the art of seduction and so they set themselves apart by going the extra mile to make you feel special and and sending you all these quotes and shit like that trust me it means way more to you than it does to him well it would have in the past it's not going to anymore because i'm blowing their cover and i'm i'm telling you all the secrets so they'll send you movie quotes, song quotes, uh, they might write poetry, they might, they might just sweet talk you and say the things that they know you want to hear because they have studied you, they know what you want, they know what your weaknesses are. And this is why we need to know our target's weaknesses as well because if they know your weaknesses and they're watching you and studying you, but you haven't studied them, you are setting yourself up for failure, you will lose. Don't ever underestimate your target and think that they haven't done their research on you and that they're not trying to seduce you. The whole 
part of the game is that you're both trying to seduce each other. Remember I said, we're all seducers. We're all being seduced every day. We're all seducing every day, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, it is always happening. So never think that your target is not seducing you at the same time. It's about who is better at it. (laughs) Who is better at being the seducer? That's what this is about. Also, they will try to appear knowledgeable if they know that you love a man who is smart. If you love a man who is spiritual and deep, they will embody those things and they will try to come across as really, uh, really smart and knowledgeable. And I'll let you in on a little secret. Oftentimes, they're just regurgitating information that they got off of line or they're regurgitating information that another woman has given to them because she wanted to help to mold him and she thought she could change him and make him hers and only hers. But that is not the nature of the rake. (laughs) The rake is not easily overcome. So he probably got all that deep shit from some other girl that he was talking to who thought that if she shared this with him that he would change for her and be a better man and then they could be together. So act like you're impressed, but you you know the truth, okay? Um, also, I wanna point out that most guys, when they go that route, the knowledgeable deep route, the spiritual route, it comes off a little corny so they're really easy to spot. That's like an easy one for for you to be like, oh, yep, yeah, that's that demonic rake that Keandria was talking about. <laughs> okay, so, ooh, I just lost my train of thought. There was something else I was going to say. You guys know I don't script these, so bear with me. I like for it to be really natural. I like for it to be conversational. I like for us to have a moment together, okay? So... The demonic rake, like I said, there's not a whole lot to them. They're just like, most guys will just say whatever they want. Well, whatever they feel you want them to say so that they can get in your pants or get you to fall for them or whatever the case may be. Pretty simple. Now we're going to get into the ardent rake who is a lot more skilled and a lot more complicated in my opinion and I'm also going to give you an example from one of my favorite movies so keep on listening. The ardent rake. Now the ardent rake is so skilled. <laughs> so skilled and so smooth with how they portray themselves, how they put themselves out there, how they make themselves appear to women. And they can be really, really tricky. That's why I wanted to uh, talk about the Ardent Rake second so that I could spend a lot more time and go into a little bit more detail when it comes to them because they are a lot more um, strategic in their approach to seduction. So the ardent rake. The ardent rake plans and calculates so as not to be too obvious for this would only make his target defensive. 
They know that if they came up to you and they were like shooting their shot in an obvious way, you'd be like, mm, get the fuck out of my face. I'm just trying to go about my day. I'm not interested. Your guard's already up. They don't have a chance. They know that. So they find a creative way to overcome that obstacle and get into your um, get into your view and become uh, interesting to you to get your attention essentially I was trying to find my words there <laughs> but a great example of this I don't know how many of you have watched this movie but it's called Boomerang and it has a great cast it's a great movie it is probably one of my favorite movies not even probably it is one of my favorite movies I watch it so much <laughs> so much it is on my list of things to watch on HBO Max as we speak I have studied this movie fervently um so a good example of the Reiku plans and calculates and doesn't want to seem too obvious and finds creative ways to overcome obstacles so that you don't become defensive would be Marcus Graham in Boomerang, played by Eddie Murphy. This is the best example of the ardent rake that I could think of. It was actually the first image that popped in my mind when I was reading about the ardent rake. Now, when you read the actual book, The Art of Seduction, the examples that Robert Greene gives, they are not very up to date, okay? So they're not going to be very interesting or relatable to most people today unless you just really love history like that. But most of us would be able to relate more to the examples that I'm going to be giving and so that's why I've deviated from the original content of the book and added my own little twist on there. So I hope you appreciate it. All right. So the scene in Boomerang where Leela Rashawn's character is walking by and Marcus Graham sees her and she's walking her dog. And it's so funny because how he's creative to get her attention. He knows he can't just say, hey, can I get your number? So he goes and he buys a leash from these other people walking their dog. And yeah, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, um, he goes and he buys a leash from these other people by, uh, walking their dog and he pretends that he's lost his dog. So he's like calling out for his dog and then she comes over and she's like, oh, did you lose your dog? And he starts talking to her about it. And he's like, you know, if you see him, uh, give me a call. Here's my card. And that's how he gets involved with her and, and gets into her life. So that's a really good example of the ardent rake being calculated. He studied her. He knew how important her dog was to her. He saw her walking her dog and taking such pride in her relationship and her connection with her dog. And he used that to his advantage. And he found a creative way to overcome the obstacle of her possibly becoming defensive if he was too direct by pretending that he had lost his own dog 
so that he could make that connection, right? They will try to find something in common with you. Um, an example from my own life, everybody who knows me knows that I love books. I am a huge bookworm. And one of the rakes that I dealt with in the past would constantly talk to me about books because he knew that I loved books and he wanted to have something to talk about. He wanted to have something in common. So that was his way of breaking the ice. And then I came to find out that he didn't even like to read. So <laughs> that's, that's just a little funny experience that I had that came to mind just then. So they have this intense uh, hold and this power over the woman. Uh, they have an intense desire that is distracting for a woman and creates this power over her. So similar to how the siren, uh, her physical presence has this effect on men, the rake has this effect with his uh, with his words because men are very visual they are drawn in by what they see and women are drawn in you know obviously we all like some eye candy but what really holds our attention is those sweet words that we don't hear very often uh, we talked about in the beginning of the episode how women crave attention but most men are distracted not giving her the attention that she wants and they're focused on video games and football and all that other shit and not focusing on the woman so when a man comes in and he's giving you all this attention you're like wow you know and think about all the reward reward chemicals and signals that go off in your brain and then suddenly this man becomes your addiction just because he said kind things to you so that's a way of thinking of it okay looking at my notes yes a woman often forgives indiscretions if she feels consumed by attention so marcus was great at making a woman feel uh beautiful and just telling her how wonderful she looked and making himself seem like he was so sweet um using using Lilo Rashan's character gosh I can't remember her name at the moment in the movie but Lilo Rashan's character he knew that she had this big heart and she was very nurturing by the way she took care of her dog so he he brought that out of himself he was this this vulnerable man who needed healing and nurturing and he knew that she would have this intense desire to provide that for him so he had studied her and he knew what she wanted to hear and it was it was simple as that so um, never underestimate the power of the rake uh, again, we'll talk about how you can protect yourself from this type of seducer a little later on. But I hope that that example was uh, able to give you a clue and an idea of what the rake is like um, and what their tactics might be. I would definitely suggest watching Boomerang if you haven't seen it. Even if you have seen it, now that you have this information, go back and watch it and analyze that movie and you will be able to see how, 
how it really works and how they go about doing what they do. Okay, now we're going to talk about the symbol of the rake and how we can overpower the rake. The rake burns with a desire that inflames the woman he is seducing. It is extreme, uncontrollable, and dangerous. The rake may end in hell, but the flames surrounding him often make him seem that much more desirable to women. Now let's talk about the symbolism here. So, remember the symbol for the siren? The symbol for the siren was water. The symbol for the rake is fire. And I had this crazy epiphany when I was reading and I, I put those two things together and then I started thinking about this movie Boomerang again and it all made sense. So if the rake is fire and the siren is water, water can put a fire out. I mean, let's not get technical here, not every fire, but let's just assume it's not a grease fire. <laughs> water can put fire out. It can overcome fire. So in order for you to overcome the rake, your best chance at overcoming the rake is to be the siren, to embody the siren energy. And if you want, I would suggest going back and listening to the last episode, The Siren, so you can get, um, get more familiarized or just refresh your memory about how the siren seduces so that you can put these both together and come up with a plan, <laughs> a plan for how you can overcome the next rake that enters your life. I mean, because let's be honest, they, they're all around. They, they're going to show up again at some point. So when they do, you want to be prepared and you want to use these tactics the best way that you know how. Um, yeah, now let's talk about Boomerang. Ooh, I just saw 222. That's so cool. Let's talk about Boomerang. So Marcus Graham was this ardent rake. He knew how to get into a woman's head and plant himself in her unconscious and just be this, this obsession for a woman to become a woman's addiction, really. Um, until he met Jacqueline Breuer and his entire life changed, not even being dramatic. Now, this is a spoiler alert if you have not seen the movie, but I would still say, even if you listen to this, it's worth watching because there's so much more to it and it goes into so much more detail when you watch the movie that I'm going to go into here. I'm going to keep it pretty simple because, one, I really want you to go watch one of my favorite movies. And two, I don't want this episode to be really long. Um, I want you to be able to digest the information. And if it's too long, it might be a little bit too much at a time. I don't want to overwhelm anybody. So he meets Jacqueline Breuer and she embodies this siren energy. She is 
confident she is sexy now she would be more of the spectacular siren she would be more of the cleopatra because she was so confident in her sexuality she owned it and she was very obviously strong determined and an empowered woman in every sense of the word and she was very successful and she knew how to play the game better than Marcus himself could play it. And she was able to conquer him and make him fall in love with her. Okay, so we talked about that before. It definitely is possible. But if that is your goal, if you want to turn some rake out and make him fall in love with you, then you really need to master the art of seduction and be fully committed to it you can't be like in and out going back and forth like you have to be really in this because the rake if he senses any emotion anything that he perceives as a weakness in you he will only play on it so you have to be strong and empowered every moment that you are seducing the rake Okay, so that's a connection that I made there. I hope that that clears some things up for you. We're going to talk about how to protect yourself now. This is the most important part. This is what really drove me to make this episode and had me so excited. I know I'm excited every episode. I love this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I should, it's mine, right? But you get it. Um, this is the part that is most important. How do you protect yourself from the rake? How to protect yourself from the rake. First and foremost, you have to love yourself. You have to really work on your self-esteem. You have to do the work to heal yourself. You have to work on your self-concept. Because a woman or any person listening who loves themselves, they value themselves, they know the, the things that they have to offer in this world and their value, they're not just going to take anything that comes their way. They're not going to settle for less. They are going to expect greatness every single time. Nothing mediocre is going to be able to excite them. The rakes, well, any seducer type really, and Robert Greene talks about this, they're able to seduce people who are not fully happy within themselves. And they find that thing that is missing from that person's life, the thing that that person might not like about themselves, and they play on it, and that's how they win. So if you build yourself up or you at least fake it till you make it and you don't let on to any insecurities that you have, you don't tell a man or anybody that you don't feel pretty that day. You feel, um, you feel bad about yourself and, oh, I don't like this. I don't like my nose. I don't like because they will perceive that as a weakness and they will use it against you. And that's how they will conquer you. As far as they know, you think you're the most beautiful creature on this fucking planet. And everybody should feel like that. Everybody should feel like they're the most beautiful fucking creature that has ever walked the face of the earth. Period. 
So all the insecurities and shit, throw it out the window. I know a lot of people like to talk about their insecurities, to fish for compliments. Don't do that shit either. Don't hint at all that you have any insecurities whatsoever. As far as they know, you are the most beautiful being that has ever graced the face of the earth. And that's just it. Because something that I've noticed is how you perceive yourself is how the rest of the world is going to perceive you. How you treat yourself is how the rest of the world is going to treat you. If you're walking around with your head down and you don't like the way you look, guess what? A rake is going to come in and he's going to be like, oh, she doesn't like herself. Let me do my, uh, my rake duties and, and, and go in and take advantage of this opportunity. This is going to be an easy one. And he's going to tell himself, you know, I'm actually doing kind of a good thing because I'm going to make her feel better about herself. I'm going to, I'm going to open her up and help her to feel more empowered in her sexuality. And eventually he could even turn you into like a sex slave. You don't really want that. So definitely work on your self-concept. Okay. That is first and foremost. Be more logical. We are throwing emotions out of the window. We talked about that the first episode. This is not about morals. This is not about right and wrong. This is not about emotions. You want to create an emotion in the person that you're seducing, but you don't ever want to be out of control when it comes to your emotions. I know that it can be challenging sometimes, especially when you actually kind of like somebody and you're seducing them because you want to be in a relationship with them, but you have to keep it under control. It's okay to feel those emotions and acknowledge those emotions, but don't ever let the other person see those emotions come out of you. Don't ever let them have that kind of power. Another thing that I wanted to talk about, I finally remembered what it was I wanted to say earlier. If you have a guy and he's interested in other women, other women are interested in him, you freaking out and getting jealous and being uh, toxic, that's the word everybody likes to use, you doing that is only going to make women more curious about him. They're just going to want him more. This is something I had to learn the hard way. They're going to be like, oh, wow, his, his dick game must be amazing if she's acting like that. Let me go see what that's about. They're not going to care about your emotions. They're going to laugh at your emotions, okay? So be logical. Always remember that actions speak louder than words, but also learn how to discern between those actions. Are those actions coming from a genuine place or are they coming from a place of, I have an ulterior motive? So definitely work on your discernment. And as you become more logical, that will be a lot easier for you. Embody Jacqueline Breuer energy, okay? And you will understand a lot more what that means if you go and watch the movie, but Jacqueline Breuer had an amazing self-concept. She was able to control her emotions and stay logical. She didn't listen to all the sweet talking that Marcus was doing because in the beginning when he was approaching her, he tried to say all these sweet things to her and she was just not impressed she didn't ever let him see that he had something over her and she never let him have possession of her just like we talked about with cleopatra 
Okay, so that is how you protect yourself from a rake. Thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful for all of your love and support. Thank you for all of your shares, your participation in our Facebook group, Femininity After Dark. If you have not joined, make sure you join so we can discuss tonight's episode i would love to hear your thoughts but yeah um i hope that you learned something and i hope that this was useful this is something that i'm very passionate about because i have had so many experiences with this type of man and i had to learn the hard way so i'm very passionate about empowering women and teaching them to own their sexuality to be more confident so that they are not so they are not conquered by the rake okay so thank you so much for listening again i love you guys and i will talk to you again next week bye